Hello and welcome to High Tea Obsessed. I'm your host, Thomas Boomhauer, and today's episode features yet another wonderful guest and I embarking on our journey to determine who the greatest action movie hero of all time truly is. This bracket and all these episodes were a ton of fun, and you know, I can't wait for you guys to hear it, and you know, you already heard at least one part, so I hope you're loving it, because huge shout out for listening, but even bigger shout out for all the people who helped me make this and these episodes because I couldn't have done it without you and I'm really proud of how they turned out and it was just it's a lot of fun and I feel like it's I don't know I just feel like it's a project that was a project that's very me and so I'm just I'm very happy thank you guys another shout out of course to London Sun as literally London Sun as uh aka John on Instagram for Helping me by creating the amazing artwork that she did. Uh, it's just incredible. Like, I'm obsessed with it. And, you know, that's why I was like, let me do the giveaway. Hopefully, boost my following a little bit. Get some more followers, listeners. TC. Check her out on Instagram. Check out her art. It's amazing. Give her your support. And on the other side of the break, you know, I'm getting right into it. We're diving deep and we're diving in. And we're going to figure out who the winner of this region is. <laughs> back welcome to part three of the greatest action movie hero of all time bracket challenge you know as you guys know already i've assembled an elite team of guests and that's because when i was looking around trying to figure out who would help me with this awesome challenge i assembled for myself i was thinking who could i book that i know loves cheesy action movies who do i know who loves the rock who do i know who's jacked (laughs) and that brings us to today's guest you know him from Howler Pod. I know him from Howler Pod. Today's guest is none other than Ben Reiner. How are you doing, Ben? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm extremely excited to talk about some action movies and action movie heroes. This is like one of my favorite things. So I promise not to be too biased about The Rock. I do have some other opinions as well. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, like I said, probably all three regions so far. This sucks. I don't know why I did it. This is really hard. But Ben and I really have our work cut out for us today. Because this region is absolutely brutal. And, you know, to an extent, they all sort of are. But this one, it's like the skill level is out of line. The lethality of these people is out of line. The accomplishments of these people is out of line. It's just, it's crazy. So, here are a few quick reminders for everyone out there before we start. This is randomly seeded, 1 through 16. I didn't pick who was better than others. Randomness. Don't want anyone coming at us for this. Especially me. For the first round, I'll give a brief intro to each fighter, list off some of their strengths, weaknesses, that type of thing, and then we'll debate it from there. Before each fight, the environment is determined by a random spin of a wheel. The environments are rust. From Modern Warfare 2, Natatomi Plaza from Die Hard, The Guatemalan Jungle from Predator, Fenway Park, uh, The Average American Home, and Air Force One is seen in the movie Air Force One. I love it. Each fighter is at full strength and has their standard weapons to start, uh, basically just because I thought it would be best if they're all at full strength. We don't want people getting dinged up, necessarily, and if 
Uh, ben and I disagree who would win a particular matchup. I will roll a set of three dice for each, and whoever totals the highest number advances. Sounds good. All that out of the way, let's dive into it. Number one seed, we have John Wick from John Wick. Love it. And then at 16 seed, we have Johnny Utah from Point Break. And this is, of course, the original Point Break, not the newish one, uh, which means we did Keanu. <laughs> I love this. We've got a Keanu versus a Keanu matchup. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. That's crazy. <laughs> <I didn't either. laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I'm back in. This was not a bad idea. <laughs> the randomness strikes perfectly on this first round matchup. John Wick, his strengths are, you know, elite marksmanship, uh, conditioning, physical tools. Dudes can run. He can take a lot of uh, damage. He can do a lot of damage. Willpower, obviously. Good with any gun, essentially, it seems like. Planning. Weaknesses. Uh, I guess his temper, maybe. He's technically mm. human. Mm-hmm. And this is maybe controversial. I thought that in that movie, just the first John Wick, his hand-to-hands uh, compared to some of the other people in this bracket aren't as good. He gets beat like one time in the movie hand-to-hand. And then I know in the next ones, he's like, sword fighting kills dudes with pencils and all that. But <laughs> in the first John Wick, just compared to some of the other people, I don't think he's as elite hand-to-hand. I mean, Common gives it to him pretty good, too. So I'm okay with that weakness. Okay. So then we go to Johnny Utah. Strengths. Athleticism. Surfing. Surviving. <laughs> Basically. Not as not as many. Uh, weaknesses. Charming men. <laughs> Who wouldn't have a weak spot for Patrick Swayze, though? That's fair. Let's be honest. That's a fair point. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the knee injury it flares up mm-hmm. several times throughout the movie. I know that's that was a big thing when I was considering this. When I was looking through the bracket, I was like Johnny Utah and the trick knee. Mm-hmm. All right, so where are they fighting? They are in Fenway Park, which is Fenway Park. Okay. So just to reiterate, this isn't the bowels of Fenway Park, like the town. It's like mm-hmm. the stadium, the Green Monster the bleachers all that okay i don't know that this one's particularly hard um (laughs) who do you got john wick or johnny utah thinking about this in fenway park Mm -hmm. i mean it seems like they're both probably gonna have guns but if it gets physical like i think john wick at that point can use pretty much you know seats whatever's available to him baseball seats Mm -hmm. i mean baseball bats he's gonna be very good with with the tools around the the baseball diamond. And although I do have a soft spot in my heart for Johnny Utah, I just don't see how he he, he beats Baba Yaga. Yeah. I, I mean, this is a trained trained hitman. Yeah. And Johnny Utah is the uh rookie FBI agent. It's not it's not <laughs> what you want. FBI agent. Plus the knee injury, yep. we know that John Wick probably has done a scouting report yep. and has that information. So I'm pretty comfortable moving John Wick ahead here. Um, another That was a good point about him using the seats in his environment. Uh, <laughs> that's another good thing with John Wick. He uses the weird angles, and it's, he's like very creative with his murdering. I'm really, yeah, I'm imagining um, John Wick just slamming Johnny Utah's head between yeah. a baseball seat right now. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, just like repeatedly. <laughs> yes. 
So John Wick advances. <laughs> Brings us to the 2 versus 15 matchup. And this one is just, it's absolutely brutal. <laughs> so number 2 seed, we have Brian Mills from Taken, which is, of course, mm. Liam Neeson. Because mm-hmm. I think everyone knows him as Liam Neeson from Taken. <laughs> Particular set of skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and 15 seed, we have Ethan Hunt from Mission Ooh. Impossible Fallout. So Tough. What are Ethan's strengths? Marksmanship, conditioning, good with all guns again, espionage, hand-to-hand combat. He's elite. <laughs> I mean, he's an IMF agent after all. Sure. Uh, weaknesses. He doesn't have the face-off machine with him. <laughs> he His feelings can be manipulated a lot. He makes bad calls throughout the series to save his team, which mm. I think particularly in the beginning of Mission Impossible Fallout specifically he does that. Another weakness, Tom Cruise. Not ideal. <laughs> uh, Brian Mills, his strengths. Marching ship, close range at least. Uh, determination and willpower. Hand-to-hand fighting. Throat punching, of course. Um, his planning and also improvisation. And his detective work. His weaknesses. Not a great American accent. Uh, he's True. a little older. He's 49. But I think Ethan Hunt is also around the same age. So it doesn't really matter in this matchup. True. And I don't believe we see him with a long gun at all in Taken. Okay. It's all pistols. Maybe like a shotgun immediately, but this is tough. This is going to be a tough <laughs> matchup here. I have some thoughts. Where are they fighting? They're fighting ooh, in the jungle. In the jungle. Okay. Which is the Guatemalan jungle from Predator. Right. So there's scorpions, there's snakes, there's all sorts of stuff. A waterfall. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Here's where I'm at with this. Mm-hmm. We've got Ethan Hunt here, who is part of the Impossible Mission Force. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is more of an impossible mission than taking out Liam Neeson from wow. Taken? That's very you know? true. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we've got the right guy, at least. So that, to me, I'm like, all right. Two versus 15, but throw it all out the window because this is the impossible mission. If we're going to have an upset, mm-hmm. Ethan Hunt is your guy to do that. Yeah, he comes out. He's just banging threes all day. <laughs> just, and have you seen, I mean, they're both pretty good at sprinting, but I love a Tom Cruise sprint. So he is very good at sprinting. Um, <laughs> but how much runway does he get to sprint in the jungle? You know? That's true. There's going to be a lot of foliage. You know, vines. I mean, you really have to hack through that stuff. So, Brian Mills, taken. Um, was, he was a CIA operative. CIA operative. So, this was also a point that I was going to bring up is, you know, this is the spy bracket. Mm-hmm. And does spying play a part here? Because I think if we're going espionage-wise, I think our man Ethan Hunt also has the advantage in that situation. Interesting. Interesting. It is because we don't see... Uh, Brian do any spying really? Right. Like, it's all the back. He gets like the info from his friends. Right. And then, hmm. I think personally, I'm leading Ethan Hunt here okay. at a major upset, just because of the IMF thing. <laughs> Technically, it's an upset, but not really because it is random. Um, True. But I, I'm just trying to. I feel like Brian Mills wins. Okay. Just because, I mean, I might be biased because I love Taken so much. <laughs> and it's crazy. It only has 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics need to step their game up. 
I just like really. It's tough because yes. Um, huh. So we see Ethan Hunt go against spies and like elite evil spy type people, criminals, and Brian is going against criminals who are generally unprepared for him. But they're not like they're like street thug thug level right. criminals. They're not. But he dispatches of them like real easy for the most part. Like no no sweat really. That is true. Tom Cruise does struggle a lot. Yeah, but also it's probably a higher competition. Right. Also, but then I feel like when they go, if I mean, I like to play this out. I assume they get hand to hand at some point because they're so evenly matched. Right. And at that point, I think Brian Mills takes it. That's true because he's much bigger mm-hmm. and all like throat punching. He's real good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Coming down to the hand to hand combat in the jungle mm-hmm. and not allowing, like Tom Cruise not having the runway to be able to sprint. <laughs> yeah, he can't get full speed. <laughs> <laughs> and and as much as he struggled with we saw him fight someone big like Liam Neeson I mean he had Liam slammed like 64 yeah. yeah Liam and, Neeson is huge yeah and Tom Cruise had a lot of trouble with Henry Cavill in the last mm-hmm. Mission Impossible okay I can I can get on board with Brian Mills okay you don't want me to roll yep. the dice you ready nope we're good okay nice we'll move it on wow R.I.P. Ethan Hunt that was tough. I think it would be, yeah, I think it would be a very <laughs> tough fight. Brian Mills. I mean, uh, Brian Mills is going to be feeling that one in the next round. Okay, this one is also kind of nuts. Uh, we have Lorraine Broughton from Atomic Blonde, and we have Luke Hobbs. And I did Hobbs and Shaw because that's the one I've seen. So what are Hobbs' strengths? Weapon skills. Huge guy. Supernatural healing ability, apparently. True, he's uh, basically a superhero. Yeah, driving. <laughs> hand-to-hand combat very charming charming guy <laughs> for weaknesses i put um and i could i feel like he might be like i put minor sexism i didn't really know how to express it just more like he might see a pretty blonde and take her uh that's take true. her lightly at first take it easy he does do that in mm-hmm. and Shaw. so lorraine uh brought in uh hand-to-hand fighting skills termination willpower deception Planning, improvisation, marksmanship, general spy stuff. Yes. Uh, weaknesses, I put moderately moderately trickable. Mm. And then also, you know, I rewatched some of the fight scenes. She wins, but they're, she she takes a lot of damage. Brutal. Yeah, yes. Incredibly brutal fight scenes in that movie. <laughs> I forgot. And there's like no music. It's just like. Oh, yeah. Very violent. The one where it, it's not a single take, but it looks like it's a single take, and mm-hmm. it's like a 10-minute fight, yeah. and they just go up and down that staircase. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. <laughs> so this one, I think, would be very tough. See, I, I, have a, I have a major soft spot for Lorraine. I mm-hmm. love that movie, and, and she is tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Like, she could take some damage, and... I do agree. I think Hobbs is going to underestimate her at first, for sure, and try and take it easy on her. Mm-hmm. What pushes me over the top here is Luke Hobbs is stronger than a helicopter in Hobbs and Shaw. That is true. He, punch- <laughs> he punches at 30 miles per hour, according to Idris Elba's like, readout. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he also survives like jumping out of a building. Yes. And pretty much like... <laughs> so... I'm just not sure that there's anything that Lorraine is going to be able to do mm-hmm. that's going to be able to stop Hobbs in that situation. 
Yeah, I think I think it's probably like a pretty brutal fight, but Hobbs wins. Exactly. Like she is going to get her licks in. Uh-huh. He's going to be like, "I've learned a lesson." Yep. <laughs> but uh, I think ultimately he moves on is where we're at, and that's not just because Lorraine's a woman. It's just because Luke Hobbs is is pretty much a superhero by the time Hobbs and Shaw came out. Yeah, that is one of the tough things with this bracket is that. <laughs> In general, besides a couple regions, everyone's a superhero, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) And at first I was like, oh, so, you know, I can't put Captain America in. I can't put Batman in, even though he doesn't have superpowers, because he basically does. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us to the four versus 13 matchups. 13, yeah. Which is Eggsy, Unwin, from Kingsman. Versus Mike Bannon from Olympus Has Fallen. This one is a... I think this is a nice matchup. Definitely. So Mike Bannon, 13C. Strengths, weapon skills. Driving, hand-to-hand combat, and dominable will. Weaknesses. Uh, I'd say he's a little slow on the uptake. Again, American accent comes into play. Classic weakness. Classic. Especially for Gerard. <laughs> just let him be I'll whatever. Also in, yeah, I also throw in another strength because I just recently watched this. Mm-hmm. Knife skills. Knife skills. Pretty good knife skills. Okay, that's important. Yeah. Um, Eggsy, Kingsman agent. He has this like whole list. It's like almost a marine. He was like elite in the training. Dropped out. He was Olympics team gymnastic material. Dropped out. Great parkour stuff. So strengths: hand to hand fighting skills from the training. Weapon skills, um, espionage, parkour, weaknesses. Chip on his shoulder. He's a little small compared to some of the other fighters in the bracket. And his emotions can sometimes get the best of him. Where are you at on this one? I think there is a clear winner, but I'm interested to see what you think. So they're fighting on Air Force One. Air Force which is One. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Because. That's like home territory for Mike Banning. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> it's, it's, it is in the game. air. man okay home game for mike banning Mm -hmm. is like what if he's gonna know if there's like a secret head like weapons hidden somewhere Um, and i guess but i mean (laughs) um, let's see more just like he'll know exactly how to open the door of things so like i have to read the instructions and then mike can just (laughs) pop open the hat he's Hmm. gonna know the layout he's gonna know places to hide and jump out so I think Eggsy is probably more skilled. I would I would probably agree with that, yeah. Um, and they're in a small space, kind of. I mean, it's, so it's, really it's gonna long, come down but to, it's like... Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to come down to hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. here. The thing that... And, and like Mike Banning, way bigger than Eggsy. Yes. I mean, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I would be interested to know is like... I think Eggsy's going to have some gadgets, right? Yeah, yeah, he has the knife shoes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Eggsy, I think, I think Eggsy wins because he has the gadgets. Like he has right. the knife shoes dipped in poison. Yeah, he has the umbrella. <laughs> he has his glasses that can like tell him his everything. Glasses, exactly. Like yeah. I think that's really where it's going to come down to. Excellent point. <laughs> so, although I think Mike Banning is going to put a beating on him, and He's going to be extra motivated because he's on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. I still think Eggsy overcomes. Nice. Okay. Eggsy advances. So next, we have the 5C James Bond from Skyfall. So this is Daniel Craig 
and I will explain the actors and characters who didn't make the cut in the finale episode, so stay tuned for that, everybody. Uh, versus 12 seed Hit Girl from Kick-Ass. Mm. So, you know, James Bond, obviously MI6 agent. Hit Girl is a little girl slash assassin <laughs> trained by her father, played by Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. So pretty evenly matched. Uh, what are Hit Girl's strengths? Weapon skills, she's just like insane at everything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Hand-to-hand combat, again, sort of John Wickian, weird angle type stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's small, which would help, depending on the environment. And she's crazy. Weaknesses. She's a child. <laughs> That's a problem here. Like, she's seriously, she's, like, she's a kid. She's a little kid. She's like a 12-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. It's not great. James Bond, hand-to-hand fighting skills. Parkour. Espionage. All weapon skills. Intelligence. Driving. His weaknesses are women. <laughs> uh, women. <laughs> Having sex with women. <laughs> alcoholism mm-hmm. he's a little bit washed at this point but he i mean true you know. daniel craig bond is a little washed yeah but bond washed he still saves the day in this movie still true. gets wholesale ass except yeah yeah batista doesn't come in until specter so in skyfall mm-hmm. he's laying beat downs on dude where are they fighting wow this is this is great natatomi plaza nice wow this is great okay. for both of them Honestly. Yeah. So I mean, I know Hit Girl is is formidable. Like, maybe better skills than than James Bond. Mm-hmm. But I just cannot get over an adult man fighting yes. a small child. And like, literally the the best spy in all of Great Britain. <laughs> yeah. I feel I like can't get past that. What probably happens is she she sees him first because he's like mm-hmm. looking for an adult, <laughs> and then. And she's, like, in the ceiling or something, and she hits him with the butterfly knife. She, like, throws it and mm-hmm. hits him in the shoulder, and then he just, like, shoots her, and it's over. I think that he's going to have a lot of cuts, and, you know, uh, we're going to get some good laughs out of, like, James Bond's getting kicked in the balls and stuff. Yeah, ultimately, he puts a bullet in her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think he would <laughs> go easy on her at first? Like, oh, don't do this. I like, definitely stop. think that... It's going to be a situation where he's going to get pretty frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then just like the annihilate her. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking like a similar situation. This is a different bond, obviously, but like a Pierce Brosnan, uh, Zania on the top from Goldeneye, where um, not that sexual, obviously, but um, where he's like taking it easy on her for a while. And then he's like starting to get his ass kicked by her. And he's like, okay. Like no not, more of this shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, she gets her ass beat by Mark Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like a, he's a mobster, basically, so. Sure. He just happens to be an adult. Oh, you know, he's like, yeah. he has like a black belt in that, I guess. He's a black I mean, belted James mobster. Fun. G- gonna have at least a black belt. Right, 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 right. I just meant like, yeah. he wasn't a norm, just an average guy, but still, right, right, James right, Bond right. is better. Right, I just can't, like, a 12-year-old girl is just not going to do it for me when it yeah. gets down to a, a hand-to-hand fight. And I want a James Bond eggsy mashup. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be the hottest <laughs> spot. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so for this one, we have 6-seed Jason Bourne mm-hmm. versus 11-seed Greg Janko from 22 Jump Street. <laughs> so I just want to explain this. I did 22 Jump Street because in that one, we really see Chan and Tatum be like superhuman, basically. So I mm-hmm. thought, you know, we got to give him the best chance. 
So, Greg Janko, cop, former high school football star, undercover agent. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, strengths, pursuit driving, hand-to-hand combat, uh, handgun skills at least, very athletic, athletic freak. Weaknesses, he's, like, really stupid, like, really, really, really dumb. <laughs> and, you know, only a cop compared to everyone else in the bracket, which are right. super spies. Uh, Jason Bourne. Strengths, marksmanship, conditioning, physical tools, good with all done, manipulation, hand-to-hand combat. He's another one. Like, you name it, he's got those skills. Right. Weaknesses, technically human, cares about people, kind of. What are you going to (laughs) do? But, like, not a lot. That was the hardest part doing this bracket was, like, weaknesses for most of these people. (laughs) I don't know if you got the chance to look at the fandom things I sent. Most of them didn't have weaknesses listed. Yeah. I was just like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, have you seen these movies? No weaknesses. Yeah. Amnesia, maybe, for Jason Bourne. But this is the Bourne supremacy, though, Jason Bourne. Oh, yeah. So it's not not even. It's just like, it's like his weaknesses are he'll get stabbed once so that way there's a little bit of tension. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I don't know that it matters, but let's see where they're fighting. All right. So they are fighting in the jungle. Mm, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that that matters at all. See, I don't think Greg Jinko's seen a jungle, right. and you know Jason Bourne, I'm sure, has been through some jungles in his life. Right. So, right there already, advantage Jason Bourne. Here's my question: Can we cheat a little bit and give Jinko the drug from the first 20, <laughs> the, from 21 Jump Street, so he has like the overconfidence going on? Yeah, we can definitely do that. So now he's like he's dancing, he's feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> so that might help. I think that might help with some of the pain that he's going to go through as well. Right. Right. I think um, his only hope is that Jason Porn is feeling merciful and just shoots him instead of beating, right. him, beating him to death. Exactly. And yeah, I think Jane, uh, Jason's going to be, especially like Bourne supremacy, Jason Bourne. So this is Jason Bourne's another guy that's going to be good with his environment no matter what's around. Right. So even if it gets down to like a brass tacks, like brutal fight, hand to hand, even if Janko's got him down at one point, right? Because he, like, yeah, he had, yeah, Janko probably has the athletic advantage, but right. still wise, he's way out of his class. So yeah, even if like can, he could look around and maybe he sees like a poison plant and mm-hmm. rubs it on Janko's face or something like yeah. that, or like he takes like, a stick and just kills him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm pretty comfortable moving on Jason Bourne there. Yep. Sorry, Channing Tatum. <laughs> it will be missed. It was an entertaining fight, I'm sure, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, you know, <laughs> probably got a few lips in, surprisingly. <laughs> so our next matchup, 7 seed, Sean Archer from Face Off. 10 seed, Evelyn Salt from Salt. Um, <laughs> real quick, sidetrack. I really liked Salt, and it sucks that there wasn't a sequel. Really? Yeah, I I, I haven't cool. seen Salt in so long. I saw it like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it again. But I just watched Angelina Jolie in that new movie she's in, Those Who Wish Me Dead or something like that, where she's like fighting forest fires and assassins. Hmm. And it was very good. And I Interesting. forgot how good Angelina Jolie is. It's on yeah. HBO Max. Nice. We'll check that out. She like took a break to... uh to direct and it didn't really pan out i guess right right she was i hope she makes a comeback in some movies now especially as an action star she was great in that movie yeah she's in um eternals right yeah i just saw that yeah all right anyway 
so this version of Sean Archer, I'm taking the Nick Cage version. So it's <laughs> Nick Cage playing John Travolta playing Nick Cage. <laughs> so his strengths is Nick Cage. <laughs> Weapon skills, hand-to-hand combat, investigative ability, and then again, he's Nicholas freaking Cage, guys. Come on. <laughs> his weaknesses, he's a little skinny. FBI agent in a world of assassins and like spies that spy on spies. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Evelyn Salt, she's like another one great at everything in that movie. Pursuit driving, mm-hmm. hand-to-hand combat, handgun skills, athleticism, intelligence, gen- general spy stuff. Uh, weaknesses, can't trust her at all. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really matter here. That's all I have. I guess she like kind of gets beat up by Liev Schreiber in that movie, but she kills him. So She does, and he's a beast. Yeah, yeah he's a big dude. So I don't know. <laughs> Where are we fighting? They are in the average home. So there's no one in the home. Like for all these, it's all just one v one. There's no bystanders. Um, I feel like this one's another easy one. I think Salt wins. She's just gonna do something. Like even if Archer has like the drop on her, she's gonna like throw a keyboard into his face and then be on him and kill him. Yeah, I don't think Archer's comfortable in an average American home either. You know, he's been away. He's been forced to live as a cage for so long. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with Salt here. I mean, I think she's more of the, like I said, when I am kind of on the fence, I'll go back to spy skills. Mm-hmm. And I think. Yeah, like that creativity. Yeah. The unspoken power. Right. All right. Which brings us to the 8 9 matchup, which mm. is Black Widow. I chose Black Widow from Captain America, the Winter Soldier, because that was mm-hmm. the most, like, spy of the Marvel mm-hmm. movies so far. And then I did Bob Lee Swagger. From the shooter movie, so it's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and I don't know which more you want from this movie. Here's the like catch line on the poster. Or yeah, <laughs> yesterday was about honor. Today is about justice. That's like I'm in. <laughs> yes, I love shooter. Was great. Anton Fuqua is the director mm-hmm. of this movie. He also directed Olympus Has Fallen. That dude knows how to do action movies. I didn't know he did Olympus Has Fallen. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. I just saw that. I, I saw his name pop up last night when I was watching. I was like, hell yeah. Antoine Fuqua. Black Widow. Again, pretty much good at everything. Spy stuff. Intelligence. Hand-to-hand fighting. Weapon skills. Toughness. Quips. Which I think is very useful in this type of thing. Gotta have quips. You're in a Marvel movie. Yep. Uh, she's got, you know, the willpower. She, I mean, she's a normal human. She doesn't even have whatever, like, uncanny accuracy that Hawkeye has. And mm-hmm. she's like, she's better than him still. We don't really see her do any crazy marksmanship stuff, I feel like. She's mostly mm-hmm. doing handgun stuff in the Marvel movies. And she doesn't have her electric things. Bobbly Spider, gun skills, he's like an extremely expert marksman. Marksman. Uh, intelligence, willpower, weaknesses, stature. Mm-hmm. And it's no shots at Mark Wahlberg. I'm pretty sure I'm shorter than him. So, just in general. I don't know if it matters against Black Widow, but... I think this one's going to be, like, very... The environment's going to be very important right. here. Because if it's, like, anywhere besides a small place, I think Bob Lee can get her. Yeah. Oh, this is... Yeah, he, he wins. They're in Rust. Ooh, He's going to be yeah. 1v1 twitch scopes. <laughs> I'm going to have to move him forward based on the environment alone. Yeah, he's just going to perch up at the top of the, the thing. <laughs> I was gonna say I would I would tip it to Black Widow if it was almost anywhere else basically anywhere else, like anywhere where it's going to be 
a closed environment, a house. Right. Yeah, the plane. It's like, like there or Fenway are the only two Fenway. One. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, maybe in the jungle he might have a chance, but she could probably hide a lot in the jungle too. So. Right. I think she would get him to waste all his ammo and then run up on yeah. him. Yeah. This sucks. Yep. She. I think she is better, but it's a yep. bad environment matchup. Yep. Very tough. All right, Mark Mark Wahlberg. Bob Lee Swagger is such a great name. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't remember if they do in the movie, but in the show, they always call him Bob Lee. <laughs> and it's incredible. It's like Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> all right. So, to recap, we had John Wick taking down Johnny Utah, Bob Lee Swagger taking down Black Widow, James Bond taking down Hit Girl, Eggsy taking down Mike Bannon, Jason Bourne defeating Greg Chinko, Luke Hobbs defeating Lorraine Broughton, Evelyn Salt defeating Sean Archer, and Brian Mills escaping Ethan Hunt. So let's start with Mills versus Salt. Mills B. Salt. Okay. Okay. I mean, um, I'm going to like, what's our environment, I guess? Yeah. Do we this have is... an environment on this one? This is, I think, very similar to the Hunt versus Milton. Yeah. Normal House, which is very, I don't, I like it for both of them. Yeah, I would say if Mills can beat Ethan Hunt, he can beat Evelyn Salt. Yeah, I think in a house, because he's going to be able to get close to her, Yeah, I think he can take more damage than she can. For sure, yeah. I mean, it's a bigger guy. He's throwing her through walls and stuff at this point. Yeah. That's problematic, but, but yes, I think Liam Neeson just, he's a monster. He is. I mean, he <laughs> defeats like how many check checkmates? It's insane. I, uh, you know, no, you can walk out with your head held high here, Salt, but yeah. it's just Brian Mills. I mean, he flips a table and kills like four checkmates <laughs> in two seconds. Yeah, I think they have like a pretty similar skill set. So at that point, yeah, they're both CIA. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tip it to Mills on this. Uh, Jason Bourne versus Luke Hobbs. Wow. Shit. All right, they are fighting. This is a good one. I think. I mean, Bourne is way more skilled, but Hobbs mm-hmm. is again almost superhuman. They are. On, they're at rust. Mm. Trying to think. So Hobbs is good with guns, but the movies always contrive ways for him to lose them because the rock's so impressive, basically. Right. Yeah, he doesn't use them too often. He does have like a, that one big handgun. Hmm. They mostly they give him like Maori weapons at the end. Yeah, <laughs> which was a crazy part. <laughs> it was just an insane movie. <laughs> it really went off the rails by the end, but I I loved it, it though. I'm I had a great time. <laughs> I don't even like the Fast and the Furious movies that much. I was just like, this one's sick. <laughs> See, I love Fast and Furious movies, and Hobbs and Shaw almost went too far for me. I don't know how I can say that as a Fast and Furious fan, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It And there's also the funny, I just think it's hilarious how much of a pissing contest like Vin Diesel and The Rock get in about mm-hmm. those movies and whether The Rock's like stealing the franchise and stuff. That stuff is hilarious to me. Born versus Hobbs in Rust. I think the environment maybe helps Hobbs a little bit because yeah. they're not like detachable things Bourne can use to hit him with. And Hobbs can like swing and pick him, I guess. But I, I feel like still wise he's just outclassed. 
I think so. That's where I'm at. I, and then I'm coming back down to like, are we doing spy shit? Mm-hmm. And Luke Hobbs probably not doing a lot of that. I guess he is like, he's a really good tracker. Mm-hmm. And that's his whole situation. Is he going to have to track Jason Bourne very much? I don't think so. Not in the jungle, uh, maybe, but not at Rust. Yeah. It's small. Like right. 1v1. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think Jason Bourne here is going to outthink him in this yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it it is small, but it's big enough that Bourne can stay away. And I think he's got to be much better at park, like the parkour stuff. So he's gonna be like he'll get right. up and then just shoot him. Yeah, he's just gonna be more mobile. Um, I mean, Hobbs is is big, but gonna be slow. And Which although... he, is, he is not in the movies, though, right? As <laughs> but... <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. And and he's you know, also a church he mouse. can fall off buildings and stuff, but. I think he. I don't think he can survive bullets. So. I mean, this is beyond the scope of what we're doing. But when <laughs> a guy sees him in the move in the newest porn movie, he says, "Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne." Yeah, you don't say that for no reason. <laughs> exactly. All right, here we get a crazy matchup: James Bond versus Eggsy Unwin. Wow, this is great. Okay, because the whole point of Kingsman is like upending the Bond thing. Right. Old school so versus new school. You here. love to see it. <laughs> so, I mean, they're both going to have the benefit of gadgets. Eggsy probably has mm-hmm. more... He has more on him. Yeah, more gadgetry on him, for sure. But James Bond's going to have a few... He's going to have a few things. And Skyfall, he doesn't have much. So, mm-hmm. I got to remember that. So it's Skyfall, James Bond. They're at Fenway. Um, they're at Fenway. Interesting. Fenway. A British face-off in the Great American Ballpark. I know. That is interesting. <laughs> uh, let's see here. This I'm trying like, to think through. Okay, so James Bond is bigger. Yeah. He's older. I think he's going to be more seasoned, too, yep. just as far as, like, if he, you know, encounters some adversity during the fight, like, James Bond's going to be able to fight through that a little better. Eggsy might need a pep talk from somebody to help him out. That is true. So... So in the first one, Eggsy mostly takes on henchmen. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, you would assume they're like they're soldiers at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he goes through them pretty easily. And then he fights the girl with no legs, <laughs> with swords for feet. Yes. Which is very cool. That's a very good fight. That is a good one. James Bond is constantly doing that. Yeah, and like, here's where I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. I'm idly in old school. Okay. Um, and I'm, I am, I'm a classics type of guy. Mm-hmm. So when I just feel like James Bond, like Eggsy is going to get to the point where I think it's all, we're all going to be very scared that Eggsy is going to win. We're all going to be like, holy shit, Eggsy is going to do it. He's going to beat James Bond. Mm-hmm. And then James Bond is just going to fucking pull something. You know, I don't know, a laser watch or yep. whatever. And it's going to go, out. <laughs> exactly. And, like, and oh. then Eggsy's going to be dead. And hmm. James Bond is going to limp away once again. Okay. That's how I see that going. I'm going to disagree. Let's roll for it. I, that's what I want. That's why. <laughs> this is a good roll for it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna, so I have three die for each of them. Uh, one has the numbers written out, one has the dots. I'm going to give James Bond the dots and AC the numbers. Okay. That's nice old school versus new school. Yes, exactly. So AC has nine. 
James mm. Bond has ten. Wow! See, <laughs> and the wow. dice reflect the fight. I mean, it's a ten-nine round. You knew that was going to happen. That was crazy. That would be. <laughs> I would love to see that, even if it's like they get Brosnan as that Kingsman bad guy. Oh, that would be fantastic. That's really good. We should cast that now. Just call him. Hey, Matthew Bond. <laughs> I have a great idea. You can steal it. You don't even have to pay us. <laughs> um, but if you want to, feel free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that brings us to John Wick versus Bob Lee Swagger. Mm. So I don't, I don't think this one's particularly close, unless it's like even with a crazy environment. I don't. John Wick I don't can think handle so. it. What is our environment on this one? We are on Air Force One. So yeah, yeah, I think that's. I mean that. Yeah, nail in the coffin on Bob Lee Swagger right there. Yeah, he should have lost round one. Upset special. Uh, yeah. He's gone. He couldn't. He can't use his sniper rifle in there. And then, even I mean, if he could, John Wick's gonna have a plan. For right. That. He he does do more than just snipe people in the movie, of course. But True. Yeah. At, he's out of his league. Yep. Okay. So these matchups. For these matchups the are incredible right now. <laughs> the Sweet 16, we have John Wick versus James Bond and Jason Bourne versus Brian Mills. Wow. This is crazy. That makes me feel like we did something right, at least. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had some upsets. Not too this tall. feels right to me. This feels right. Feel right. Yeah. From here, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's do John Wick versus James Bond first. Yeah. This is... Oh, man. Okay. They're fighting in Nakatomi Plaza. So that's great for both of them. Yeah. yeah, I think that's um, not an environment advantage for anybody on that one. She loved to see. And here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I think John Wick's more skilled. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he's you more know? unconventional. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And... James Bond, especially the Daniel Craig James Bond, he takes a lot of punishment. Yeah. Uh, John Wick, capable of taking the same amount of punishment, possibly more. Mm-hmm. You know? But he doesn't. Like, yeah. he, he gets, he meets his match like one time. Yeah. And then he like, for the rest of the movie, he has that wound and then kills everybody else with ease. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, this is a battle. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think John Wick wins it too, and I know we both arrived yep. at that conclusion pretty easily, but I think it would yep. be a hard fight. Yeah, hard fight. Maybe even, and this is one where I'm like, maybe even James Bond has better spy skills, but it's mm-hmm. John Wick, and even though I lean old school, I, 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 the Baba Yaga, I just can't. He's got to make it to my elite eight. There's no, there's no way. You hate to see it, but it has to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. I love you, but. Another hard thing is that, I mean, most of the time, these guys are fighting one versus, like, ten. Yeah. Very rarely do they fight one-on-one. And then when they do, <laughs> right. suddenly they're nerfed so that the uh, yeah. fight can be compelling. <laughs> but, like, in the movie, John Wick is fighting, like, 1v30 one one and just headshots, like, yeah. ten guys in a row every time. And then yeah. stabs someone in the throat with his gun. Yeah, to me, it comes down to skills at this point. So, uh I think James Bond is more brute force and John Wick is can do brute force, but he also has 
the nuanced skills. Right. It's like Eggsy versus James Bond, basically, but yeah. John Wick is a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And somebody who might have killed more people than James Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> In his, like, three movies versus James Bond's 24 or whatever. Okay, so this one is also very brutal. Jason Bourne versus Brian Mills, both mm. at CIA, both kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, elite of the elite. Mm-hmm. This is to tough. me, these are very similar yeah. spies, you know, like this is like these guys, when we're talking about a particular set of skills, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have very mm-hmm. overlapping skills here. Here's okay. Here's an advantage I think Brian Mills has. Mm-hmm. He says cooler things. That is true. So he does have. He might like, well, he just roasts Jason Bourne really bad. <laughs> That's a good point. Everyone's like always, always harps on the particular set of skills thing, but I think mm-hmm. the coolest thing he says is when uh, he goes to dinner at that French guy's house and he's like, That's what happens when you sit at a desk for too long. You forget things. Like the weight of a gun when it's fully loaded. <laughs> oh, that is a good speech. We know that Jason Bourne is not going to forget how a gun feels though right i'm i'm gonna say if you're gonna go mills i'll go born and i'll leave it to the dice all right let's see where they're fighting should we standardize it make it both Nakatomi plaza nah yeah uh, yeah i think we're oh it was anyway okay i think this this feels like a good dice roll one yeah jason born versus brian mills i will give born the dots and mills the numbers let's do it okay so born has eight Mm. And Mills, oh my god, has 10. Okay. I mean, it, Mills moving on. Feels fair. Yeah. I think it's it might be a minor upset, but I don't think it's like crazy riot in the streets. No. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm not flipping tables over here. All right, John Wick, Brian Mills. Where are we fighting? It is on Air Force One, which I want to reiterate, it is flying. And I feel like yes. that should come into play. Definitely. So whoever loses, loses by getting thrown out of the plane. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Okay. Okay. So I think John Wick, probably better shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, more unconventional angel type stuff going on. Going to need that in an airplane. Yep. Here's one. So it really boils down to, do we think... So at this point, all we know about John Wick is that he was he's a former hitman. We don't know the the marine background any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to CIA versus hitman. We know both basically pull off impossible tasks. Mm-hmm. It's very even. Who do you see, who do you got? See, I think environment advantage wise, we've got John Wick. Okay. Spy skills wise, Brian Mills. Hand to hand combat. I say Mills. Yeah. Personally. Mills probably. And he's a little bigger and yeah. John Wick in in the John Wick movies, the worst he does hand to hand is in the first one. And he's gonna have to do that a lot. Yeah. But there will be things around him, environmental things that might help him mm-hmm. you know I think it's, uh, close the gap there. Yeah. I think it's gonna be like both of them are just like absolutely destroyed like in real life they would both die yeah like they'd just be like you know what we're done they both have like random objects stabbed into their sides it would be incredibly violent and brutal 
and then who's falling out of the plane like I just personally can't see John Wick just getting like dapped up and thrown out of an airplane okay so that's where I'm at I'm gonna say John Wick at the end of the day like a triangle chokehold bullet into Brian Mills's head and then just kicks him out the the door as like the vacuum you know and he's like holding on to a seat belt mm-hmm. flapping in the wind wow. type situation what if okay what if that happens but he grabs it and then he <laughs> climbs back in <laughs> this feels like a dice roll situation are you leading mills i am um like yeah i am <laughs> and it also i mean it feels fair to roll the dice for the i the think day, that but... I, I'm fine with either one of these guys moving on at this point. They both made it to our Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. I think that I just have ultimate reverence for John Wick. And I don't yet. More so than, than Brian Will, Mills, yeah. I think So I didn't see uh, any of the John... I haven't seen any of the John Wick movies until I wanted to do this bracket. So at uh, this point, I had all that hype. So, like... Yeah. Whereas, like, Taken, it's like pure nostalgia. I just go and, like, this is the greatest thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in on John Wick early. So I, yeah, that, that would, that would color your, I mean, I, I loved it, but <laughs> yeah, it's still not the nice. same. <laughs> um, all right. I'll let you call it. Do you want numbers or dots for John Wick? Uh, dots. Okay. Rolled it three times. Both have 15. Wow. Got all fives. Yes. Overtime. Okay. Three more. <laughs> One, two, three. John Wick has 13. Formidable. Oh, my God. Brian Mills has 14. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They both got a five of six, and then Mills got a three. Wick got a two. Oh, my God. What a battle. Brian Mills, you advance. You, you love overtime? <laughs> That's exactly the type of Elite Eight matchup that we needed. An overtime thriller. So, you're right. Brian Mills got pushed out the airplane. He grabbed Crawled the seatbelt. He, he pulled himself back in. And John Wick let his guard down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, started, he pet his dog. Brian. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to take care of his dog. Wow. Okay. So, wow. real quick, before we recap, here's what we need. John Wick 5. John Wick 5, Brian Mills is in the movie. Here's the plot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, whoever John Wick is after in that one, He's like, I need help. I need backup. He kidnaps Brian Mills' daughter, frames John Wick for the kidnapping. And then he kidnaps, because I'm sick of dead dogs, he kidnaps John Wick's dog, frames yeah. Brian Mills for that. So he's like, I got an unstoppable force. I got an immovable object. I, this problem's going to be sorted for me. <laughs> but then as they're fighting, they're kicking ass, they're doing, throwing off. And then they realize they didn't do it. They team up. Love it, and they just I hate hope everybody. Listening to this because we're writing movies here, we're we're handing out gold. Right. I don't and... care how much CGI it takes. <laughs> put Brian Mills, like, don't put Liam Neeson. Put Liam Neeson as Brian Mills. Yes. In John Wick Five, we need more crossovers like that. Like, you know, I just heard, I just read something the other day that they're they want to fat they want to crossover Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park. Interesting. This, that's the type of stuff I need. I don't. I don't get how they never did Transformers and um, Transformers <laughs> and Fast and the Furious. Like it's obvious. That would have been perfect. <laughs> so.
So I was, I mean, I was watching Olympus Has Fallen last night, and that is one of those movies that makes you feel like you could write movies. So, you know. True. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this one, this bracket is mostly good movies, but some of the other ones, it's like, you know, we got Commando on here. I mean, I still, I just love Triple X. Triple X, Jesus, that's great. Those movies are so, I mean, they're so. Action movies in, in general are just so much fun. You just, you do have to. You just got to buy you know, in. Yeah, you got to buy in. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Okay. So just a quick recap for everyone. John Wick defeated John Utah. Bob Lee Swider defeated Black Widow. James Bond beat Hit Girl. AG beat Mike Bannon. Jason Bourne defeated Greg Janko. Luke Hobbs bested Lorraine Broughton. Evelyn Salt decimated Sean Archer. Brian Mills narrowly escaped Ethan Hunt. Then he beat Evelyn Salt. Jason Bourne beat Luke Hobbs. James Bond very, very <laughs> narrowly defeated Eggsy. John Wick just destroyed Bob Lee Swider. John Wick and James Bond had it out. It was crazy. John Wick won. Brian Mills very, very narrowly defeated Jason Bourne. And then again, very, very narrowly defeated John Wick. That's quite a match. He had to go through Ethan Hunt, Evelyn Salt, Jason Bourne, and John Wick. (laughs) He deserves it. He fucking earned it, that's for sure. (laughs) And he had two dice rolls, too. I know, he survived two dice rolls. That's crazy. It's meant to be. Brian Mills, we salute you. God, that was fun. Thank you so much, Ben. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, Little side note, Ben and Aaron, HowlerPod. So if you're not listening to HowlerPod, first of all, I don't know what you're doing. Stop what you're doing now. Stop listening to this. Read Red Rising, all five books. Listen to HowlerPod, all of their episodes. They're incredible. They're great. And Ben and Aaron are cool, and I owe them a huge favor because before I even had a podcast, I was like, hey, do you guys want to come on High Tea Obsessed? And they were like, of course, say less. And they came and they were the second episode I ever recorded and I released them on the first time. And, you know, we started a friendship. They always are very supportive of my memes, my book reviews. You know, they're always like liking stuff, sharing my Red Rising relevant content. And, you know, I just appreciate them helping me out and it feels nice. So big shout out to them and... I guess, sorry, Aaron, bigger shout out to Ben for helping me out with this episode and along the way. So until next time, you know, drop those reviews, drop those ratings on Apple Podcasts and enter to win that sweet giveaway I'm doing. Help me rise up the charts, help me feel good and argue with me on Instagram. Give me nice feedback, whatever you want to do. If you want to say you guys were right, if you want to say you guys are morons, you're absolutely wrong. I don't care. I got that stamp. So dial that up at high key underscore obsessed underscore podcast on instagram and at high t o podcast on twitter and i think you know if you search high t obsessed it should show up same logo as the podcast the weird swirly twilight zone type thing with a pineapple until next time i have a very particular set of skills skills i've acquired over a small amount of time podcasting skills that make me sort of cool 
to a listener like you. If you're not giving me a rating, if you do not keep listening, that'll be the end of it. You will not hear from me. You will not listen. I have no idea. But if you do give me a five-star feedback and rating review, and you do keep listening, I will appreciate you. I will thank you. And I won't kill you. Good luck.